Now, almost two years into the war in Ukraine, legislation underpinning government plans to change the supports it will offer to new arrivals fleeing the conflict is currently going through the houses of the Oireachtas. Under new proposals, stays for new arrivals in state-provided accommodation will be restricted to 90 days and financial supports will be cut during this time. The Ukraine Civil Society Forum has warned that it could lead to homelessness or Ukrainians turning to an already overstretched international protection accommodation system. As part of this week's series on the impact of the ongoing war, Laura Fletcher looks now at how the Ireland's support system will change for those seeking refuge here. Irina Tanchenko from Kramatorsk in the Donbass region of eastern Ukraine arrived in Ireland around three weeks ago. There is a war zone just in 15 kilometres from their hometown and uh, the Russian strikes uh, even reach our building. Through an interpreter, Irina explains why she left Ukraine with her 10-year-old daughter, Paulina. Schools are closed, people lost jobs, all like infrastructure, all industry work went closed. So they have to uh, save their children. He, uh, she took her daughter and came here to Ireland. We meet Irina and Paulina outside the Balayogan Rest Centre, where they're now staying. It was one of the first to welcome Ukrainians fleeing the conflict when it opened its doors in April 2022. Uh, my name is Oksana. Uh, my name is Oleg. Oksana and Oleg are also among the recent arrivals staying at the centre. Again, through our interpreter Lana, they share their story. He was served in the army. He was injured. That's why he is able to like <clears throat> finish his uh, serving. And uh, they are looking for safety and uh, to be in peace, in calm environment, because it's uh, really hard to be when there's uh, alarms are every day and there was separated for a long time. Now they want to reunite as a family and uh, to build a peaceful, peaceful life, to feel what it is to be in peaceful country. A group of some 60 recently arrived Ukrainians staying in the Balayogan Centre this week will likely be the last to use it as a stopover point on the way to serviced accommodation like a hotel room. The council-owned converted warehouse is soon to switch from being a rest centre to being a designated accommodation site, one of the first, as announced in plans published in December to limit free accommodation and financial supports to new arrivals from Ukraine. Those fleeing war in Ukraine benefit from temporary protection across Europe, meaning they don't have to apply for asylum. Up to now, those arriving in Ireland were entitled to state-provided accommodation to seek work and to full social welfare entitlements in the meantime. There are now over 75,000 Ukrainians in state-provided accommodation. Most of these, over 57,500, are in serviced accommodation like hotels, though this is down from almost 60,000 in late October. Legislation currently going through the houses of the Oireachtas will allow the Minister for Integration to cease offering this kind of accommodation to new arrivals altogether. Yeah, so the legislation only basically says that uh, a centre that becomes designated, a designated accommodation centre, that then uh, puts you on an allowance as opposed to having access to social welfare. That's Emmeline Spallen, National Coordinator of the Ukraine Civil Society Forum. 
Currently, the government has said it plans to limit stays for new arrivals in designated accommodation settings to 90 days, during which time they won't be able to claim job seekers' allowance, but instead they'll receive a weekly allowance of €38.80 per adult and €29.80 per child, the same amount currently paid to asylum seekers in direct provision. But as Ms Spallon points out, these details are not included in the legislation. It's a lot of assumption, right? And there's absolutely no safeguards to say that this is the way it will be, that it will only be for new uh, arrivals. There's nothing to stop the minister to stroke his pen, making every uh, accommodation centre uh, a designated accommodation centre. She's also concerned about what happens after the first 90 days elapse. I think what you'll see is three scenarios. We're either going to have uh, women and children made street homeless, we're either going to have people then living there for protracted stays in totally unsuitable accommodation but for months and months and months, um, or we're going to see a surge in people applying for international protection. While there is no legal impediment to Ukrainians seeking international protection, by doing so they would initially lose the right to travel home, their automatic right to work, their right to child benefit, their right to job seekers allowance after the initial 90 days. Plus it's a system already overstretched with 970 recently arrived asylum seekers currently without any state provided shelter. So you're still interested in hosting? The other state-supported option that remains available is pledged accommodation and the number moving into pledged homes and rooms continues to climb, now standing at over 21,000 according to Helping Irish Hosts, which counts administered and informal pledged accommodation arrangements. Angie Goff is its co-founder and CEO. 25% of Ukrainian displaced Ukrainians who are currently here in Ireland are living in host homes and pledged accommodation. 60% of them are in shared accommodation. So it just gives you an idea of the, the real response of Irish people wanting to play their part to step up. But she too is concerned about what comes next. Hosting is a great thing for a very specific cohort of people. It's not a solution for people who have very high needs, who are particularly vulnerable, who have mental health needs, who have um, physical disability needs. There's a whole group of people like that who are going to fall through the gaps with the 90 day when that plays out in real life and there is still no plan in place for those people and that's hugely concerning. Weekly arrival figures have fallen from over 500 at the end of January to under 200 last week and the week before, even with reduced supports not yet in place. But among those who have arrived recently, there was an awareness that change was on the way. Here's Irina again. Uh, yes, of course, you know that system is changing and there will be a new rules. Uh, but uh, they come to Ireland not because she needs a free accommodation, because it's really dangerous to be in Ukraine and she cannot stay there. We leave the final words to Oksana and Oleg. Yes, tak. yes uh, we heard about uh, new rules, but we are not scared of it because we come here not to receive everything uh, planned and free accommodation. We come here not for money, not for free accommodation. We are learning English, we are searching for jobs. We want to be, as Irish people, independent. We want to work, rent and be independent here. And that report was from Laura Fletcher.